0: Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM.
1: 106.2 FM in Table Mountain.
0: And uh, welcome back. It's 10 minutes uh, before 1 o'clock. Now, uh, speaking of uh, budgetary issues, uh, last night uh, for the... um, Uh, Finance Minister Tito Mboweni actually uh, posted a picture... On Twitter uh, in which he gave a glimpse of uh, the team that is working on uh, the uh, budget uh, statement the mid- uh, midterm budget uh, statement uh, that he will be delivering in a few weeks time and um, one of the people in that picture was Ranjani Munsami, and that uh, just caught the attention of many on the social media platform and there has since been an outcry uh, people asking why the finance minister uh, would actually employ Ranjani Munsami given that she was implicated by two witnesses at the State uh, Capture Commission of Inquiry of uh, allegedly receiving um, funds from a slush fund. Now, uh, Minister Mboweni's tweet read, uh, this is the core uh, BBS uh, speech drafting team a meeting today, October the 20th, 2020, to work on how to frame the speech. And this is how it works. Based on the Cabinet Budget Fiscal Framework, different teams in the National Treasury right chapters and uh, the big do- in the big document, and then the core team of which Ranjani then uh, forms a part drafts the speech, and it's prompted many to ask what exactly uh, qualifies Ranjani Munsami to be a part of this team, given that she has a cloud over her head. Now, the Economic Freedom Fighters have uh, since uh, taken this matter further, and uh, they have said that they will now give Treasury seven days to terminate Ranjani Munsami. Sammy's contract. And we're joined on the line now by uh, Sinawa Tambo who is EFF's head of presidency. Thanks so much for your time and welcome to Update at Noon.
1: Hi, thanks. listening to your viewers.
0: Now, uh, Mr Tambo, firstly, um, why is the EFF calling for the termination of Ranjani Munsami?
1: Well, Ranjani Munsami is a veteran at reinventing herself within different institutions politically and within the media in this country. So we're calling for her acting as someone who's a chameleon Someone who first entered the scene as a journalist, then as a sort of PR specialist for the former president, Jacob Zuma. And then, of course, reinvented herself as one of Jacob Zuma's greatest critics. And, of course, the latest is that uh, she received money from an intelligence slash fund to uh, repair her car and all sorts of other reports from the state, from the Zondo Commission of Inquiry. So the EFF is, of course, vindicated, certainly, because we have long said that Ranjini Monsami is not a journalist, but rather a politician. And her uh, appointment into Treasury to a position which is clearly undefined because at one point some say she's a committee outreach officer, she's a speech writer, she's a political secretary. So the appointment in itself has a cloud over its head and shows that she's a politician who's receiving a reward from Treasury through to (laughs) Tom
0: But surely, there's nothing wrong with reinventing yourself and you know getting jobs in various sectors Mr Tambo. Um, what exactly is she guilty of uh, except for finding jobs that can
1: pay her? there's no problem with reinventing yourself, of course, but one must also look into the competence into which you reinvent yourself into i mean of course, there's a problem of media, and it's quite ironic that today is actually Black Wednesday. There's a problem that we've had as the EFF, and we've been raising, of a compromised media sector in this country, one that's embedded, one that serves the agendas of political actors in South Africa. So what does it mean then that when one supposedly veteran journalist has reinvented herself as a political PR uh, specialist for a former president, who has of course been compromised and revealed as corrupt, has then also been uh, revealed to be receiving money from a slush fund and is working in treasury and in an undefined capacity? I mean, what competency does? Granjini Musambi has for any of the posts that she allegedly for any of the posts that she allegedly has. It says what commit, what is a community outreach officer? What combe um, what does she have to be a political secretary of treasury, which of course requires finance competency at the very least? So what she really herself into treasury on what grounds? What qualifications does she have in that sphere? So that's what we're questioning, and of course that also just further vindicates us in terms of understanding Granjini as an agent and as a spy that has operated in the media circle for a very long time, and has now, of course, reached to what is supposedly the ultimate peak of her reinvention within South Africa.
0: So these are, of course, all allegations at this point, uh, because none of what you are saying about Ranjini Moonsami has actually been proved
1: beyond reasonable doubt. Yes, of course. But I mean, if uh, Titumbo-Weni was someone who was concerned, and of course, with accountability, the current mood in the country of anti-corruption in light of the recent COVID-19 corruption, and is part of a government that has touted itself as one that is on a cleanup campaign, one that is going to be transparent, one that is going to be anti-corruption, to appoint someone like Ranjeri Moussami goes against the very ethos that they could put to stand for. It's in line with the very ceiling of the CR-17 documents in the court. I mean, this is a regime that is revealing itself to not be in line with the ethos that it, that it uh, campaigned on, the ticket that it campaigned on. So to appoint someone in such a heavy cloud, the commission which is appointed by this current regime, this current state in itself, to appoint someone that has been implicated by the very same commission, that shows a lack of commitment and a lack of seriousness in terms of how uh, state actors particularly the finance minister takes seriously the zone the commission. Mm. But but, but so it can but, be but, an allegation at this current stage, but I mean if uh this is a government that is committing itself to anti corruption, surely it could have waited. Okay, okay, let's say he should have faith in Tanjinimin Sang. Surely you'll wait for the cloud to pass before you appoint him to such a serious office. Uh,
0: there are so many people with clouds over their heads currently serving in various government positions. Should we then apply that same principle to them? Or what about the maxim that you are innocent until proven guilty?
1: Well, that's a maxim that ironically the ANC itself has abandoned. Of course, uh, Minister, Minister of Finance is a proponent of the ANC. They are the ones who have said that if one has an allegation over their head of improper conduct or of corruption, you must step aside until you are cleared. Does this not apply to Rendeni Monsami? Is he above the ruling party's very own decision in terms of how it's going to address corruption? So we're not saying, we're, we're, we're in fact the first proponents to say that the internal processes of the African National Congress are anti-the Constitution and the maximum of innocent until proven guilty. Fine, fair enough. But the other ones have disregarded that. They are treating certain sections within the organization who are deployed into public office with a certain pebrash. And yet, here's Rangani Monsami, alleged of corruption, whilst he was a journalist receiving money from a slush fund from the intelligence agency, being appointed into the Office of treasurer with an undefined role. So it's just a matter of them speaking to their own words, speaking to their own processes and of course just showing the inconsistency and lack of commitment to fight anti-corruption in the country.
0: And what if the uh, uh, finance minister says that as per the ministerial handbook, he is of course, he has the prerogative uh, to employ her to that position, um, one, and two, have you scrutinized any of the other people who have been brought in uh, in this uh, very same capacity to work on this midterm budget policy statement? and Or, or, or is this just Ranjani who's offending your sensibilities?
1: Well, the, uh, the question for us is not whether the minister doesn't have the progressive or not. It's more of a moral question, uh, specifically relating to the decay the country finds itself in terms of corruption right now. We're not disputing that he has the authority, we're just questioning what informed the decision. And of course, we're allowed to do that as a opposition party. We haven't scrutinized any of the other people that constitute that midterm budget speech committee. Uh, Ranjini seems to be the one that stood out at the time and justified Uh, We so. We might be able to look into other people who say constitute that committee and find that they may be compromised as well. But currently, the focal point for us is someone that we have long pronounced on, as a person who's a comedian within the media industry, as a person that is, of course, a politician pretending to be a veteran within the media industry in itself. And we're vindicated on that. So our focus is on Ranjeri because of our long standing position on embedded journalists within South African media industry. And of course, this proves to us, her appointment proves to us that there's a much more sinister uh, relationship between media entities in this country, media personalities in this country, and the ruling party regime. It's not she's not the only one. Seven Kokely, uh, can be the spokesperson for the Public Ministry of Enterprises, and he's using current uh, state sort of communication systems to defend Pravin from any sort of cuisine. Sort of so this is a trend that we're noticing, and of course we're going to start challenging it now, and we're not going to allow out to the opposition party to the mm. uh,
0: You say you're going to challenge it, uh, but it sounds more like an ultimatum when you say that you are giving Treasury seven days to terminate Ranjini Monsami's uh, contract.
1: But to speak without any set frames and timelines would be speak wishful thinking, and that's not how the EFF operates. We're an organisation of practicality, so we're not saying we're going to do anything that is untoward. We're going to approach relevant institutions to inquire on the process of their appointment. There, the ministerial handbook might have been invoked, fair enough. But we're going to, of course, look into various institutions that can sort of reverse that process, and of course, any other means that can be able to put it into question, because we can't allow. Uh, media personalities to sort of use their roles within the media sector to campaign for positions within government. It's not it's not proper. That means that we don't have an, an independent force to say. It means that everyone in the media sector is just basically going to exist uh, opportunistically, trying to boost their C V so that they can get government employment and well, that means well, that our, well, but, but what's wrong with that?
0: What is principally wrong with that? Uh, for you to start out in the media space and then um, aspire to a different office, go and work in government? what's wrong
1: with that? Well principally then that would mean that you are not an independent and impartial reporter. Why I not mean, if you start out your media career if you start out your media career, right? With a, with the highest objective of entering governance or state governance, why not join a political party and rise to the ranks like everyone else? If you are going to say you want to be a journalist, that must be something you have a passion for. That must be something you're dedicated to. That does but not mean that I cannot change my
0: mind, mind or change careers uh, at some point, Mr. Tambo. Surely it is of my course. prerogative to do that at any point.
1: Of course you can change your mind, but we're not no- what you're noticing is not people who are changing their minds, people who have established themselves. I mean, look, the posture of Rangeri Monsani, Sam Kokeli, has always been what we deem as pro the establishment while they were within the media sector. So I don't have a problem we don't have a problem with people who perhaps can change their minds but have exhibited fair, impartial and independent journalism while they're in the media sector. But if we can trace you to being aligned with a former president such as Jacob Zuma, if we can trace you to be anti 30 political parties at the EFS in terms of Rangeri Monsani. Then once you when you get these positions, it's clear that you establish yourself uh, under perception within the media fraternity. But
0: your EFF leaders, uh, your 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 uh, commander in chief, the deputy. They were aligned with President Jacob Zuma at some point.
1: They were allowed to change their are, mind. These, but these are politicians and activists. These are politicians and activists. Yes, they but then
0: you, you cannot the then invoke city. the it's point city. that says because she was at some point, uh, you know, in a different role, because it was, was a different general. role at the point uh, that she played
1: Amazon in. The problem, is that, the problem is that you're comparing and Oranges. How when so? President Chulia Malema and Deputy President Floyd Shibambu entered that space when they aligned with former President Jacob Zuma, they were in the space of political organizing, they're in the space of activists. That's an entirely different sector to the military. But, 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 Mr. Tambo, surely you cannot
0: you cannot draw hard lines in the sand like that and tell people you have to stay there and this you is what to. we will prescribe for you how you, you can and when you can and cannot move around. Surely, she was in, and at some point, she had a role in government as well. So are, are you saying no, then, surely, if at that surely, point... Surely,
1: right, surely there must be some line in the sand drawn when it comes to media personalities, understanding the role of the media in society and the power it has on public perception. There must be a hard line. Unfortunately, there has to be. We must be able to draw a line between politicians and, and media personalities. And that's not to say that media personalities cannot be activists, but they cannot have embedded interests within politics. Surely there must be a hard line between those two things. Otherwise, you are going to have a stake which uh, is in control of the media, which cannot be scrutinized, and that's not in the interest of public. Mr. Tambo, uh, or anything of that nature.
0: we are way over time. We have to leave it there. Thank you so much. Uh, Sinawa Tambo is the EFF's head of presidency. EFF have released a statement, and they've given Treasury seven days to terminate Ranjani Munsami's uh, contract.